0: Welcome to Easter Outspoken Long Reads in Luke. This is a short series of five episodes. This is episode three, focusing on Luke chapters 22 to 24. I'm Fiona Stewart.
1: And I'm Neil Glover. And together we're listening and noticing the sounds and sights and people and voices that Luke brings us to in the telling of the last days of Jesus's life.
0: Let's listen to Luke chapter 23, verses 1 to 25. Then the whole assembly rose and led him off to Pilate. And they began to accuse him, saying, We have found this man subverting our nation. He opposes payment of taxes to Caesar and claims to be Messiah, a king so Pilate asked Jesus are you the king of the Jews you have said so Jesus replied then Pilate announced to the chief priests and the crowd I find no basis for a charge against this man but they insisted he stirs up the people all over Judea by his teaching he started in Galilee and has come all the way here On hearing this, Pilate asked if the man was a Galilean. When he learned that Jesus was under Herod's jurisdiction, he sent him to Herod, who was also in Jerusalem at that time. When Herod saw Jesus, he was greatly pleased, because for a long time he had been wanting to see him. From what he had heard about him, he hoped to see him perform a sign of some sort. He plied him with many questions, but Jesus gave him no answer. The chief priests and the teachers of the law were standing there, vehemently accusing him. Then Herod and his soldiers ridiculed and mocked him. Dressing him in an elegant robe, they sent him back to Pilate. That day, Herod and Pilate became friends. Before this, they had been enemies. Pilate called together the chief priests, the rulers and the people, and said to them, "'You brought me this man.' as one who was inciting the people to rebellion. I have examined him in your presence and have found no basis for your charges against him. Neither has Herod, for he sent him back to us. As you can see, he has done nothing to deserve death. Therefore, I will punish him and then release him. But the whole crowd shouted, Away with this man! Release Barabbas to us! Barabbas had been thrown into prison for an insurrection in the city and for murder. Wanting to release Jesus, Pilate appealed to them again, but they kept shouting, Crucify him! Crucify him! For the third time, he spoke to them. Why? What crime has this man committed? I have found in him no grounds for the death penalty, therefore I will have him punished and then release him but with loud shouts they insistently demanded that he be crucified and their shouts prevailed so Pilate decided to grant their demand he released the man who had been thrown into prison for insurrection and murder the one they asked for and surrendered Jesus to their will
1: This passage always takes me to a telling of the story that I've mentioned before. It was part of a thing called Easter Code, which some people will have done, where the Easter story is told in primary schools. Mm -hmm. And I was with a group of young people and we were reenacting the scene where um, Jesus is before the crowd and the crowd shout, crucify him, crucify him. Yeah. And It was only in a small hall. There was maybe only about seven or eight children. But even then, the power of seven or eight, you know, screaming at someone who was acting, crucify him, crucify him, was so powerful that I had to make sure that the person who was playing the part of Jesus was okay. Yes. And also that then the young people, and it was because of the particular nature of this group, told the stories of times that they had felt that they'd been surrounded it by. felt that, yes. And they, I mean, heartbreaking stories of years and years of being bullied. Mm-hmm. This for me is a story about voices. The, story, the voices saying, Are you the king of the Jews? I find no basis. The, the political schemes of Pilate and Herod talking to each other. The crowd, Pilate saying, I find no basis. The ridiculing, the mocking lots of voices in which we hear echoes of voices that we have spoken or things that have been said to us and then there's the silence the mm-hmm. one that doesn't speak at all mm-hmm. and the tremendous power i think that there is in that silence
0: i i was really struck listening through there i mean obviously i've recorded these so you notice things as you as you record mm because you have to you have to inhabit voices but I, I was really struck on listening this time about the voices of power mm. that are at work here so 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 there's the roman authority that yeah. pilate carries there's the religious authority that the the pharisees and the leaders carry there's the cultural authority of herod yeah cuz i wasn't quite sure how much power he actually had
1: uh-huh. but
0: there's definitely a cultural leadership isn't there and then, and then i was really struck by the crowd's authority yeah, the, the the voice of the crowd dominates,
1: uh-huh.
0: and and, and it ultimately causes a decision. Yeah, and yet the one who carries the ultimate authority is silent, as you say. Yeah, I think that's Doesn't really that, interesting, yeah. and very challenging. In a in a in a society where we there are powers at work, mm-hmm. and the temptation is always want to want to justify self. Yeah, and to exercise power, I think.
1: I feel a particular burden when we've read this for anyone who might be listening who at the moment has a whole series of voices which it feels are directed against them. Mm -hmm. It might be in a work situation, a family situation, it might even be a church situation. And that they, whoever you are listening to that, might hear that some of those voices that are directed against you are not telling the truth. And Jesus is the one who is with you in your silence.
0: Then the whole assembly rose and led him off to Pilate. And they began to accuse him, saying... We have found this man subverting our nation. He opposes payment of taxes to Caesar and claims to be Messiah, a king. So Pilate asked Jesus, Are you the king of the Jews? You have said so, Jesus replied. Then Pilate announced to the chief priests and the crowd, I find no basis for a charge against this man. But they insisted. He stirs up the people all over Judea by his teaching. He started in Galilee and has come all the way here. On hearing this, Pilate asked if the man was a Galilean. When he learned that Jesus was under Herod's jurisdiction, he sent him to Herod, who was also in Jerusalem at that time. When Herod saw Jesus, he was greatly pleased because for a long time he had been wanting to see him. From what he had heard about him, he hoped to see him perform a sign of some sort. He plied him with many questions, but Jesus gave him no answer. The chief priests and the teachers of the law were standing there, vehemently accusing him. Then Herod and his soldiers ridiculed and mocked him. Dressing him in an elegant robe, they sent him back to Pilate. That day, Herod and Pilate became friends. Before this, they had been enemies. Pilate called together the chief priests, the rulers and the people, and said to them, You brought me this man, as one who was inciting the people to rebellion. I have examined him in your presence, and have found no basis for your charges against him. Neither has Herod, for he sent him back to us. As you can see, he has done nothing to deserve death. Therefore, I will punish him, and then release him. But the whole crowd shouted, Away with this man. Release Barabbas to us. Barabbas had been thrown into prison for an insurrection in the city and for murder. Wanting to release Jesus, Pilate appealed to them again, but they kept shouting, Crucify him! Crucify him! For the third time, he spoke to them. Why? What crime has this man committed? I have found in him no grounds for the death penalty therefore I will have him punished and then release him. But with loud shouts they insistently demanded that he be crucified and their shouts prevailed. So Pilate decided to grant their demand. He released the man who had been thrown into prison for insurrection and murder the one they asked for and surrendered Jesus to their will.
1: O God, be with the silent ones now who cannot speak because their voice is not welcomed or cannot speak because in the torrent of abuse they cannot find any words to say or cannot speak. Because they cannot conceive of anything that will make anything better. And forgive us, Lord, when we have mocked or schemed or taunted or misused our power to make another silent. Forgive us. Forgive us. Forgive us, we pray. Amen.
0: Amen. Tomorrow's reading is Luke chapter 23, verses 26 to 56.